Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today's podcast is really going to be, to be a bit about some of the returns on the Australian share market this year and give you a little bit of insights into 2017 and some of the information I'm going to draw on is from some research I put together for some journalists mid-year into the financial year and then some other information we put through or we've done together for the journalists for some features coming up over the next few weeks as we move into 2017. But firstly, I'd like to say that the, in the past financial year through to the 30th of June or the full financial year to the 30th of June, the Australian share market essentially traded sideways to really end up almost exactly where it started for the financial year or, or the financial year 2015-2016. But that said, the All Lord News Index actually rose 11% or just over 11% from early February to the end of June 2016. Um, so that wasn't a bad run. Remembering 2015 or late 2015, that last quarter, the, the market was down. And since June, the All Lord News Index has risen 6.2%. Um, but if we look at the calendar year of the XAO or the All Lord News Index, it's risen 5.5% to date of this recording, which is around mid-December. So the early part of this year was down, and obviously uh, it has affected the overall return calendar year, 1 January right through to where we are in December. But if you bought at the right time, your returns would be much better. So if you waited till you know, the end of February and started buying stocks, you would have had a better return than if you'd started buying in January. And this is where we talk to traders a lot and, and investors a lot. It's about timing your entry into the market. Now, you know, there's always the argument of time in the market versus timing the market. But getting in at the right time actually does dramatically add or uh, or can detract if you get in at the wrong time. But a dramatic, getting in at the right time dramatically can add to your portfolio returns. Now, if you look at the last 10 years, through to you know, the end of June 2016, the Australian All Ordinaries Index really only achieved an average of 1.75% for each of the financial years. That's the last 10 years. So if you're looking at your longer term portfolio goals or even your you know, managed funds that are more into equities, you could be wondering why they haven't really got good returns over that sort of 10 year period. And in that time or in that 10 years, we saw six positive years averaging around 12.5%. Percent and four negative years averaging around minus 13.65 percent. So you can see how the negative years are a little bit bigger than the um, positive years. But six out of ten years we are in positive, but we've as I said, we only average 1.75 percent. So if we get rid of those downside moves, you can actually make some money. And that's where I keep talking to people about is you need to learn how to get out of the market when it's going down so that you can make money when it's going up. Now, if we look at the last 34 years, and going even longer again, uh, we see the All Ordinaries Index in a financial year rises 71% of the time. So 71% of the time, our market rises in a financial year and only falls 29% of the time. And that really goes back to what I talk about in my book, How to Meet the Managed Funds by 20%, saying is, you know, if you have a buy and hold strategy and you average what the market does, the, the market will go up two thirds of the time and down one third of the time. And that's pretty much what that's saying to us. 
Um, the positive years average 15.14% and the negative years are minus 8.5. So um, in the last 34 years, the average is a bit higher than it has been for the last 10 years. Um, but we need to also look at overall, it averages around 8% per financial year, not including dividends. So an 8% return over the last per year, over the last 34 years, not including dividends. Dividends, 3 4%. So you're looking at, again, that's pretty statistical that you see in lots of newspapers you know the share market will get you 10 to 13 percent somewhere in that bracket over the long period of time and so that's pretty much what these research figures are talking about now if we look at the various indices on the Australian share market we can see the overwhelming best area in the past financial year again to 30 June was the S&P mid cap 50 indexes that achieved 15 percent for the financial year. And we've had metals and mining were down at that stage, minus 10%. We also see the ASX 20, the top 20 stocks were down 11%. The ASX top 50 were down 11%. Um, and that's probably one of the other interesting figures, 100 was only down 4%. So what we're seeing is that mid cap 50 was doing very, very well up till mid year at around 15%. Now, if we look at that mid cap sector, which is if you want to look at the all um, the ASX website and look up the XMD, that's the ASX ticker code for the S&P ASX mid cap 50. Um, if we look at the XMD, now I'm going to find my figures here. I actually didn't calculate those figures again. I'm just looking. Here we go. There it is. XMD 11.78% for the calendar year 2016. So it was up 15% to June, but it's now only up 11.78%. Now, interesting thing here was that the mining and metals and mining now, at the time of this research that I did for the journalist, one of my comments, if I flip over my little piece of paper, excuse me, I said to them, looking at the table, which I've just quoted some figures from, um, the above table, the S&P, ASX 20 and 50 were down 11%, with metals and mining down 10% in that past financial year. And so I suggest the opportunities in the next financial year, meaning the one we're in right now, will come from these. Uh, therefore, I'll be looking at the banks, BHP, Rio, Woolworths, West Farmers, along with some of the energy stocks like Woodside, Oil Search and Caltex. That's what I said roughly six months ago to some journalists. Now, we've seen some great moves and if I look at the new current figures since June, I'll flip my paper back over again, the metals and mining index which was down minus 10% up to the end of the financial year in June, if I look at that so that we're talking that's the XMM ASX ticker code, XMM has been is up 54.61% this this um, calendar year. Um, so obviously there we've had some big moves coming out of there. So the XJO 5.59%, XFL Financial is 4.4, XKO 5.59. Um, as I mentioned before, XMD, that, that mid-cap sector, 11.78. Um, XSO, the small ordinaries, is 7.1%. So, uh, so you've had a little bit more growth in the small ordinaries or those lower cap stocks. But the big gains have been in that metals and mining. XTL 2.12 and XTO 5.77%. So you can see that big turnaround. So what was going down? So what I was talking about in the mid-year is those sectors that were going down or those areas where the stocks were negative, where the, where the opportunities come. And I often find that people look at what's been rising in the past and then jump onto that, whereas the opposite should be what you're doing. Um, and as Mr. Buffett quite often says, is buy and doom sell and boom so don't look at what 
were the best performing ones were in the past. Now, what I also said in at the end of June, the two best performers in the index um, were in that mid cap 50 index were dominoes and up to mid-June it rose 95% and Aristocrat was about 71% for the financial year. Now I wouldn't suggest that they were necessarily going to be the ones you want to go into. That's what I'm saying is they've already done their run. You don't want to get into them after they've done their run um, from there. So often when people look at the best performing sector or area that has been in the past year, then they want to invest more of that into that sector in the next year. And if you'd done that at mid-year, going into that mid-cap 50, you wouldn't have done well the last five months because it's, it's pulled back that sector hasn't done as well you're looking at if you looked at the worst performing sector and look at the opportunities in there as they turn you'll get the best gains uh, and that's where because people uh, mistakenly think that the returns will continue at the same pace um, and they don't it's it's stocks don't just continually rise up and they don't continually fall so instead of looking at what's rising all the time look at what's been falling and stick them on your watch list and be patient and that's probably the thing a lot of people don't have is patience um, the best lowest risk opportunities often come prior to or just after the rise has started not after it's been traveling for some time and I need to really emphasize that point is good investors and good traders look for what nobody else wants that's good value in it that's really undervalued and looking for it to rise up so the best performing index or sector in the market in any one year is quite often not the best performing one in the next and it's often far better to take that contrarian view and look at the worst sector in the previous year. Okay, so where to from here? So I mentioned I talked a little bit about 2017. Well, some of the things we're looking at, um, obviously, we need to time the market. So, you know, looking at that sort of buy and hold is not what we want to do. And we want to be able to look at those sectors and say, okay, where are we actually going now? Some of those sectors haven't performed very, very well. But right, we're, right now, we're actually looking at the, the material sector. So looking at stocks like... Um, Alumina is, a, is a, could be a, a solid performer in 2017. The energy sector with Origin is another one we're, we're quite interested in, and the financial sector again. Remember, I talked a bit about the banks as well, so we're looking at uh, ones like Combank or Westpac, and they're defensive stocks that are paying good dividends, and they might do well, you know, throughout 2017. But I'd still be looking at you know um, some really good solid stocks and we're looking at the, those bigger stocks in the top 20 top 50 because as those figures suggest those those sectors or those those indexes are have been held back this year um, whereas those mid caps and now the, and the metals and mining have been booming so what we need to do is look at what hasn't been performing well and look for those opportunities in there and so those couple of sectors where i talked about looking at those big ones as i said in materials the energy and financial sectors looking for those lagging the market uh, because obviously they'll turn and start to move up and get the better returns for 2017 this is our more my last podcast for 2016 um, look forward to chatting with you um, into 2017 and I really do wish everybody a, a merry Christmas and a safe a happy holiday season and really look forward to catching up with everybody into the new year as always if you've got questions you know you're please welcome to send them through to them and i'll talk about them on podcast but uh, um, i look forward to catching you into 2017 good luck good trading i'm dale gillan the chief analyst here at wealth within thanks for listening to this week's podcast for more information products and services and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation